You're listening to a 1FM podcast. And it's normally that, well, it is that time of the week where we have a whatever happened to with Steve. Now, this week, Steve was hoping to come down and be here for the entire show, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it. But I've got him on the line now. How are you, Steve? Yes, all right, mate. Yes, I apologise for not being able to make it next week. Certain circumstances have prevailed against me coming up, but I'll definitely try to do it in a couple of weeks after that, in the new year sometime. Yeah, yeah, next year. Sometime we'll see how we go, but yeah, hope you're okay, whatever's going on. But we thought this is going to probably be the last little segment we do this year because next week will be it'll be Christmas Day, so I won't be here. I'll probably just be Christmas carols, and then the week after that, I'll be away that week between Christmas and New Year, so we'll probably won't have time to record. And it'll be New Year's Day, so we'll be back on the 8th of January. So this is our last little session for the year, but you thought you'd do something a bit different, yeah. I thought part of the program that I was going to do when we were going to do the, the live segment involved this, this particular piece of work but it's just called it Australiana and it's, it's by Australian artists about Australia. What I've basically done is picked out seven songs. They're all sung by Australian personalities or a couple of groups involved here and they're all about Australia so... You didn't have an actual Australiana by, what's his name? Ostentatious, did you? You've heard that? Uh, no, I have. Yes, yes. But no, he doesn't get a Guernsey on my program. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about oh, that. Okay. The seven songs I'll pick, say other people could pick seven songs which were just as good and just as appropriate. But these are the ones that I've gone for. I'll start with the first one and perhaps I'll just give a bit of background to it and you might want to come in any time you like. That's fine by me. Well, you've given me the song and you're going to have to give the background to it because I've never heard of this one. So this is you'll have to explain it to me. Yeah, well, this goes back a fair way. This was 1962, and the gentleman's name is Frankie Davidson, and he sings a song called Have You Ever Been to Seeking's Cross? Quite a few of the people in my age group would definitely know this particular song. Now, just a little bit of background on Frankie Davidson. He was born on the 12th of January 1934 in Black Rock, Victoria. Now, he was a singer and an actor, and he appeared in many Aussie dramas, including Homicide, Matlock Police, Bluey, and not the current Bluey, but yeah. and, and soap operas such as The Country Practice. East Street and Home and Away. Now, he recorded numerous songs in the Australian vernacular, including one which was called I Love a Sunburned Football. Uh, that was two different versions. One covered Rugby League and one covered the VFL or AFL. And another song which I think an interesting one that you would like the name of is I Hope Your Chooks Turn Into Emus. Think about that, but maybe you probably shouldn't. It's probably not worth it. <laughs> he won a Mo Award in 1976 for the most versatile act of the year. And he did a lot of this stuff for a long, long time. He passed away only last year in July. So that's a bit of background on that particular song. And have you ever been to see King's Cross? Well, back in that time, I would dare say King's Cross really was an attraction to go and see. I don't think it's so much these days. It's it is a bit of an attraction, but we won't go into it. Uh, well, there might have been dubious characters perhaps walking around the area, mate. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not qualified to actually probably mention in any way. <laughs> now, I don't know if you've got any comments on that one. I've got the second one, which is one that you definitely haven't heard of. And I would say that a lot of people and this might have slipped in the, slipped out of the memory bank, but this was one that I've always kept in, in my little Bible of songs just to produce it whenever. And it's Melbourne and Sid and I, and it's by the Idlers Five, and it's 1968 song. Okay, so I've never heard of the song or them. So. Well, the Idlers Five, they didn't do a heck of a lot, but they were a folk group based in Melbourne, and the song was released in 1968. It actually takes a light-hearted look at the rivalry between the two cities. 
it was big in Melbourne. It reached number one on three UZ charts and it charted for seven weeks nationally. So it did quite well. I might add here that one of the reasons I know about this song is that John Tackell, he was an ex-Hawthorne player, no star, but he played a few games for Hawthorne. He's a musician, motivational speaker and an entrepreneur. And he quite regularly appears on the Cannot Be Serious podcast that Sam Newman has. And he's quite an interesting character. I've heard now, of him, he but I don't know. A little side issue to this, but I'll just throw in a bit of a family connection here. My mum actually was very keen on John Tuchel's father at one stage, but I don't think it ever came to anything. <laughs> but just think I might have been talking about uh, this particular fellow in different terms, Josh. But anyway... Yeah, I'm calling him. <laughs> well, wait, I don't think we'll go there. Now, well, he was a member of the group anyway, John Tuchel. Finding out other information on members of the group is very difficult, so we'll just leave it at that for that one. So have you got any comments on that one, perhaps? No, I've never heard of the song, so they weren't in our systems. So I've put them in our system. I can only find live live versions of both songs. There's yeah, I, I think this is the live version. Yeah, so crowd at the oh, end, so <laughs> I guess here we go. And they're both from the 60s. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Now, the song mentions quite a few different names in it. People like Bolte, which was Henry Bolte. He was a Premier of Victoria. Yeah, man. there was one reference. I've got no idea what they were talking about. Yeah, one one was Granny Davis. So that was brand of bread that was sold. Oh. Kevin Dennis gets a mention, and he was a car sales and entrepreneur. And he brought together a whole lot of footy shows and a lot of other new faces and all that sort of okay. stuff probably back in those days. And he gets a mention. And now Barassi gets a mention. And yeah, then Barassi, well, we all know who that yeah. is. Yeah, but anyway, shall we play them? You go for that. Yeah, so those two to start off with, that'll be good, thank you. Okay, this might bring back memories for a lot of people, or you might be a bit stumped like me. Here we go. And there you go. What were they again? Have you ever been to Sea King's Cross? Yes, that was the first one. And Melbourne and Sydney. Okay. Spelt in a unique way. And they don't ring a bell for me, but I hope somebody joined them. Yeah, well, well I hope so. But, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I'm introducing you. <laughs> culture back in the, in the old days. Yeah, culture. <laughs> culture, yeah. Yes. Now, yeah. the third one everybody does know, and that's I've been everywhere with Lucky Star. Now, that was also 1962, so we really are going back a fair way this time. Now, Lucky Star, he was born Leslie William Morrison on the 29th of December 1940 in Sydney. And he appeared regularly on Bandstand at 6 o'clock, because most of those Sydney entertainers did back in those days. And he released, this is the Australian cover version of a song by a fellow by the name of Hank Snow, who was a country and western singer in America. Now, Hank Snow's version came out in 62, as did Lucky Star's. But I think it was an amazing song, because how he recites those place names, at the speed that he does without taking a breath, amazing. Now, he was also inducted into the Mo Awards Hall of Fame in 2008, and he's still with us. What are the Mo Awards uh, again? I should know that. I think they're TV awards, if I remember correctly, and I don't know whether they're still awarded these days or not. I think they are. I've one? heard about them. I'll have to look that up. There's another person later on that I'm going to talk about. He's also won the Mo Awards. So this is for TV entertainment. Yeah, okay. And do you want to hear it now? Let's go with Lucky Star. It's a terrific song. If you can, just, you can remember all the place names in the middle, you're doing very well. Here's the Aussie version by Lucky Star of I've Been Everywhere. 
And, yeah, I think a lot of people know that one. I know that one. Yeah, that's good. I vowed one day that I was going to remember all the words in the song and I'd pull the place names in the song and actually sing it or do my version quietly in a, in a room. But I decided about the third or fourth attempt <laughs> trying to learn it. That was a futile exercise, so I didn't do it. So probably just as well for everybody, I'd say. And just before you go on, I'm just looking at the Mo Awards for the Australian Entertainment Industry Award, established in 1975 to recognise achievements in live entertainment in Australia. They were last awarded, though, in 2016, so they're not going anywhere. Ah, right, okay. You said it was introduced in 75. Well, Frankie Davis was one, he won it in 76, so it was a very early recipient of it, so... Yeah, yeah, I can see him here, yeah. I'm looking at it now, so yeah. All right. Now, the next one, everybody knows this one too, I'm sure. Duncan, I love to have a beer with Duncan, which was Slim Dusty, 1980. Now, of course, he doesn't need any introduction to most people, but I'll just mention a couple of things. David Gordon, Kirk Pass, was born on the 13th of June 1927 at Nulla Nulla Creek, New South Wales. He's won countless awards for country music and released over 100 albums and further popularised the great Australian pastime with this song. He yes. passed away in 2003. So I don't think anybody really needs any introduction to Slim Dusty. No, I no. Did... My nan and pop loved him and I grew up with this song. So there's a great version. He sung it on Countdown and there's a great version of Molly dancing oh, along right. to this as well. It's probably on YouTube oh, right, somewhere, okay. but it is a right. classic. Okay. I know there's a local gentleman who had all these albums and got everyone signed by Slim Dusty, every single album of his, except the last one, unfortunately. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That could be a pretty big fan. Yeah, Moe Burley was his <laughs> name. I'm not sure if he's still around, unfortunately, but I know, yeah, he did that. Okay, we'll include, I might do a double play, because we'll include the next one. Uh, <laughs> did we you, have... and, you and I had a discussion about this already, <laughs> and uh, perhaps we could best further enlighten the listeners as to what we perhaps think of this gentleman later on. Now, this song's called Boogie With My Baby. Now, I'm an unashamed John Williamson fan. Now, this song's 1989. Now, a lot of people don't like John Williamson, and I accept that, that's fair enough. But I think he talks about Australia and, and does a lot of good for Australian cause. Anyway, John Williamson was actually born on the 1st of the 11th, 1945, in Kerrang. I might say, incidentally, is where my wife was born, too. Oh, well, yeah. Not, not, not that that makes any difference, but he needs little introduction, I say. He's won multiple awards for country albums and songs, winning the CMAA, this is the Country Music Association of Australia Award, 18 times, and a six-time No Award winner. So that sort of supports what I say, Josh. You've had a listen to this particular song, and you don't particularly like it, but that's fair enough. <laughs> that's, uh, everything's fairly subjective as far as music goes anyway, well, so I don't mind. So I just got to say, he does a lot of comedy songs. I'll call them comedy that I'm not a fan of at all. He does have some good songs. If you hear Raining on a Rock, I would like to play that one. That's a, that's a terrific song. Yes. Yeah. Some of his, when he's serious, he is very good. But this song doesn't make me laugh. Makes me want to turn the radio off. I'll say that. So Get all the multitude of listeners that we've got to uh, perhaps bring in or, or pester you later on in the week, Josh, <laughs> and say whether they like it or not. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. First time I heard it, I liked it, and I still like it now. So to each their own. This is all very much an opinion-based business, so I'll go for it. Yeah, well, I'm pushing the buttons here, so I get the power. But anyway, all right, here we go. Classic Slim Dusty Duncan and then a song by John Williamson.
And there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, it's very good. Well, I thought it was funny. Well, Duncan's great. <laughs> Fair enough. The next one's very much in the similar mould, except that everyone loves this particular song. <laughs> I'm not sure about this either, but I liked yeah, it more well, when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, well, this was 1980, and this is Shut Up Your Face with Joe Dolce. Yes. Now, I didn't realise this until I started having a look at this fellow. He was actually born in America. I didn't realise that. Oh, so uh, he's not even a... No. He does a pretty good job with Actually, born on the 13th of October 1947 in Painesville, Ohio. He actually moved to Melbourne, Australia in 1978. He recorded the above in 1980, and it was a monster hit. It was it was number one for eight weeks in Australia, three weeks in the UK, and number one in eight other countries. Phenomenal success. <laughs> yeah. uh, for, for a song that I thought it was fairly basic, but I've listened to it a few it times. Is really <laughs> February 1981, it was the biggest selling Australian single at that particular time. Now, you mentioned that you saw a version of Duncan on Countdown. Yeah. There's also a version of this particular song with Countdown. Molly's involved in it also. Oh, okay. And you might want to have a look at that. That's on YouTube. So well, There's a version of this song. He went on McAuliffe's program, Sean McAuliffe's, where he got him to change the words to please be quiet. He goes, shut up your oh, face was oh, considered oh, offensive. Okay. It was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the accent's fantastic. He's a good song. I don't know if it was worthy of being number one for eight weeks. No, I think it was a novelty <laughs> song that got away with it. It's probably offensive yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. What is Joe Dolce doing now, actually? He's still living off this song, or...? I have absolutely no idea. I know he's still alive. Yeah. I didn't do too much looking into it. I just did some information relevant to the song because that's about the only song I think he had anyway. So yeah. he did have a production company or something and he did. He called it the Joe Dolce Tour or something tour. So he did go around not just doing that particular song. I know that. That's all. But that's about all I know of the fellow, actually. Now, the last one, I don't think we... Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We'll just play no. Shut Up Your Face first. Here's Joe Dolce. And yes, and going from Joe Dolce, <laughs> shut up your face, we're going to a much different song now, aren't we? Very much from the sublime to the ridiculous, that's for sure. <laughs> the no, other I way thought, around, thought, ridiculous to the sublime. Well, we have to be the sublime, yeah, I agree with that, that's yeah. fair enough. Now, well, I think this is an appropriate song in which to finish the show. Apart from a Christmas carol and doing an Australian show, I think I Am Australian is probably the most appropriate song to finish on. And now this was 1995. I don't know how many versions there are of this song, but I've got one here by the Seekers, and I thought that was the one that we most people know. You said that you've got another one there. I didn't think it was the Seekers. I thought it came out, it was by Bruce Woodley, of course, in the Seekers, and Dobie Newton, who was in the Bushwhackers. They wrote it, and from looking here, it first came out in 1987, actually. My album by Bruce Woodley. Apologies. I didn't think it was actually came out by the Seekers. The Seekers, of course, have performed it, but yeah. I'm not I'm not sure. We could be proven well, wrong about this. Well, there is a video of the particular song that the Seekers did, and yeah. I think it's a show that my wife and I went to because we saw them sing this particular song that night. And I remember, yeah. gee, that's a good song. Yeah. Well, that was 1995. Yeah. It doesn't matter which version you play. Yeah, well, we've got one. Apparently, it was a cover version. It was released in 1997 by... Judith Durham, Russell Hitchcock from Air Supply, and Yoffi Yindi's Manahun Yunupingu were singing okay. it. But I think that's the one we've got in now. Just says Judith Durham and Russell Hitchcock, the one I've got. But it, it's an incredible song. I always thought it should be our national anthem, personally. 
my only query on that would be, and I think it's a fantastic song, it's old, so we probably need that to, we'd have to <laughs> stop it down a few verses, I'd say, but all the words in it are very appropriate, I think, anyway. I think it's an outstanding song, and I'll put it here, that we all should embrace all this country for all that it offers and gives to us, because which, which it gets very much underestimated by a lot of people these days. I think that's an appropriate song to finish on for the year, and it is a bit sad, it is the last one that we're doing for the year, Josh, but I'm glad we got through to somehow, somewhere, but you've been a bit crook and I've been a bit crook so somehow we've managed to keep the show going that's the best part yeah can I just quickly before we go on it was actually covered in 2014 by various artists I'm just reading down here they the ABC actually come up with a version during COVID lockdown with a whole people around the country singing this song oh yes yeah yeah I remember that yeah Yeah. as well as people in Ausland and sign language was also released by Soprano Marussia in 2019 I have to check that one out. That would be interesting. So it's been covered quite a few times. Anyway, we'll wrap it up again. Josh, it doesn't matter which version you play, quite frankly. No, no, it's great. But anyway, thanks, Steve. It's been yeah, another long year of whatever happened to. Yeah, I'm glad we got through it. I know we didn't finish with whatever happened to, but I probably need a bit of a refresher, a bit of a break, and get back into it in the new year and start off with it fresh. And we'll have some more interesting people to talk about next year, I'm sure of that. Yes, yes. Well, there's always interesting people. Maybe we can talk about the Idlers fight. <laughs> in more detail. Oh, if I can find any more information about the Idlers Five, I will gladly pass it on. <laughs> I'm very light on for info at this stage, I must say. Yeah. Anyway, Justin, thanks for the time and enable me to come on and have a talk a bit most weeks and it's been fantastic and I enjoy it and we'll catch you again next year and all the listeners have a good festive season, stay healthy and may it attend you again next year. We'll certainly hope it attends me and you next yeah, year. Yeah, well, all the best and yeah, have a Merry Christmas and uh, a happy and safe new year and we'll hopefully talk to you in the next year. That'll be very good, Josh. I'll enjoy that. Yeah. And have a good one, mate. Have a, have a restful and peaceful time over Christmas. I will. Yeah, you too. Stay safe. Yeah, will do. Thanks. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.